Welcome to the Wealthy Woman Podcast. You're here because you're a high-achieving woman that wants it all. The success, wealth, time freedom, and genuine joy in your life. Hi, I'm Lauren, and I'm here to tell you, you can. You can have it all. But what is true wealth? It's not just money and achievements because success without happiness and fulfillment isn't success at all. Here, we're going to have conversations about creating a beautiful life alongside the success that you're striving for. If you want to create long-lasting success that's fully in alignment with the life you desire to live by working less, making more, and stepping into the version of yourself you've always wanted to be, then you're in the right place. Let's roll into today's episode. Hello, gorgeous ladies, and welcome back to the show. Lauren Francois here, and today we're going to talk about something that is really in alignment with the past few episodes. So if you look back, we've been talking about social media and phone boundaries. We did the guest interview with Jessica Barnock where we talked about slow and intentional living and quiet and uncluttered businesses and marketing. And then most recently in the first episode that dropped This week, we talked about opportunities to delight. So we're really focusing on creating more presence, creating more time, creating more freedom, creating more joy in our lives and businesses. And along with that goes creating more space. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about how do we create more space, not just in our physical environment, but also more space in our minds, more space in our schedules, more space in our businesses so that we can create that true wealth that we ultimately desire, that presence, that joy, that stillness, that quietness that so many of us are craving that is the complete opposite of the hustle culture of this very masculine energy that we have been living in, in my opinion, for far too long. For far too long, we have prioritized busyness, productivity, achievement, go, 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 go. We wear those things as a badge of honor. And in the last few years, I have really found so much more joy in slowing down and having time, having space, having freedom to do the things that light me up, to do the things that I'm passionate about, to spend the time with the people that matter the most to me. And I do truly believe we get to have it all. And we talked about that in the episode with Jessica, how about it's not an either or, right? I truly believe in this day and age, we get to have both and we get to create businesses that are incredibly successful businesses. We're talking like six-figure, multi-six-figure, seven-figure businesses that are in alignment with this way of living. So this episode has been inspired by the previous three episodes as well as Something I was doing a couple of weekends ago, which was cleaning out my kids' closets and drawers. Oh my goodness. My kids' closets and drawers were so jam-packed with clothes. 
If you are a mom of littler ones, you know how quickly your kids grow out of clothes and it is a task to go through the clothes and pack them away and make space and I just had not made it a priority. I had not made it a priority in like (laughs) far longer than I want to admit. I think it had been maybe like a year No, probably not a full year, but it had been quite a while since I had cleaned out my kids' closets and clothes and drawers, and particularly my daughter's closet and drawers were really bad. Like, they were jam-packed, jam-packed with clothes, and I was shoving clothes into the drawers. There were, like, no hangers to hang things on like to hang new things on in her closet and honestly it was giving me anxiety my daughter is very into clothes my son not so much my son is super easy I'm like put on a pair of jeans put on a shirt he picks them out we're good to go he really doesn't care my daughter is super into clothes and she's four so you know, there are there were so many mornings where I would say, can you grab a pair of pants, grab a dress? She likes to wear dresses. And I let her dress herself. So sometimes the outfits are very, very interesting. But I would go into her room and like her entire drawer would be emptied on the floor. And there would be like seven different dresses from her closet off the hangers. And every time I walked into her room, it was just, it, it gave me anxiety. And I was like, I need to clean this out. So I mentioned feeling anxiety. I want you to think about a time when your space was incredibly cluttered and how it made you feel. That's going to be really important. We're going to come back to that. So I cleaned out my kids' closets and oh my goodness, you guys, it felt so light and clean and refreshing. There is so much space in my daughter's drawers. There is so much space in both of their closets. There is so much space on the shelves in their closets for shoes. And now it feels like there is actually space for something new to come in. So I do something similar with my closet. At least two times a year, I clean out my own closet and my own drawers. I go through everything and I get rid of the things that I haven't worn in the last year or two because sometimes I do end up keeping things even though I haven't worn them for a year I fall into that trap of like well maybe I'll wear it but I try to ask myself do I love this still have I worn it in the last year if the answer is no I get rid of it and I clean everything out and when I do that I feel like there has been space that is created for me to then bring in new If you think about your home, when you clear out space in your home, particularly if you have kids, your home can become so cluttered so quickly. It is incredible to me how quickly you accumulate things when you have kids. I never accumulated things at the rate that I do now before kids. (laughs) Like ever, ever, ever. And now it just feels like there's so much stuff. So when you have so much stuff, there's no space for anything new to come in. And it's really easy to visualize that and see that when we're talking about our physical space. So I wanted to start there because I know you all can relate to your physical space when your physical space feels 
very cluttered, feels like there's too much stuff, the feeling that creates and how hard it is to then bring in new things because there is no space to put them. Now, the same concept applies to our minds, it applies to our time, and it applies to our businesses. So I want to talk about how we can create space in those three areas so that we can call in the things that we're ultimately desiring. Because if there's no space, we can't call in anything new. Do you understand that? If there's no space, there's there's nowhere something new can come in and land. So the first thing we have to do is we have to create space. So let's start with our minds. I have said this before. I'll say it again. Everything is energy. (laughs) On an atomic level, everything is energy. We are 99.99999% energy. And energy takes up space. So if everything is energy, that means our thoughts, our beliefs, and our stories are also energy. And if we want to solidify new thoughts, new beliefs, and new stories, we have to create space for those new things to come in and to land, which means we have to clear out the old. If we want to think clearly, we have to be able to focus We have to create space in our minds to do so. So the first way or the the big way that we can create space in our minds is to write things down. Get things out of your head and onto paper. This clears out space in your brain. It closes tabs. I want you to think about all of the things that you are thinking about on a daily basis. If you spend all of your time trying to remember things because you're holding it all in your brain, you have no space for new ideas to come in. But when you get it out onto paper, then you no longer have to use that space in your brain to remember those things because now it's on paper. So you've cleared out space. You've created space for your brain to utilize for something else. When we're talking about beliefs, in order to create new beliefs and new stories, we have to release the old beliefs and the old stories. If we're talking on a neurological level and we're talking neural pathways, Our brain is constantly trimming, if you will, the neural pathways. Our brain is constantly looking at what pathways are firing the most and what pathways aren't firing as much. And it's turning off the pathways that aren't firing as much or that aren't firing often in order to create space, in order to utilize energy in the most efficient way. If we want new ideas to land, we have to have space in our minds for those new ideas to land. If we're constantly 
thinking about this, that, and the other, and we have squirrel, squirrel brain, and we're trying to remember all of these things, there's no space. There's no space for anything to land. So start writing things down. This is why journaling is also very powerful because it gets thoughts out of your mind and onto paper. And when they're on paper, you can look at them, right? Like it's much easier to look at something when it's out of your mind and on paper and then you can read through it and make sense of it. But this is why you want to, number one, be writing things down, like writing your to-do list down. This is why brain dumps are so powerful also because it creates space in your head. It gets everything out of your head and onto paper creating space. So let's just recap three ways you can create space in your mind. Number one is to just write things down on a to-do list. Number two is to brain dump. And if we're going in order, I would suggest doing the brain dump before you do the to-do list. So do the brain dump. Literally write down every single thing that you can think of that needs to get done. Write down every single idea that you have. Write down every single thing that is in your mind. Brain dump it onto paper. Then from there, you can organize it. You can organize it, organize it into categories. You can organize it into to-do lists. You can organize it into ideas. And you can work with it. But you can't make sense of it all when it's all jumbled up in your head. So the brain dump, then the to-do list, and then the third thing I talked about was journaling. So when you're feeling something, or you're trying to make sense of something, or you have a lot of emotion going on, I would highly suggest journaling, getting your thoughts out onto paper. Because again, it's all energy and when we get it out onto paper, we're clearing that energy out of our body, out of our minds, we're creating space and then we can also see it in front of us and we can make sense of it. So that's the first area we want to create space. We want to create space in our minds. Okay, are you sitting here listening to these episodes feeling motivated, inspired, and ready to make some moves? You've got that deep fire in your belly, that deep desire in your soul to courageously meet your edge, to create movement, to activate your next level because you know you've only touched the surface of what you're capable of. Are you ready to create the life that you've always desired, to embody the woman that you've always desired to be? Here's the thing, you know something is missing, you just can't quite put your finger on what it is you know what you desire is possible you're just not quite sure how to get there and what's holding you back you've been contemplating making a move and investing in yourself in a major way but you just haven't pulled the trigger yet you're excited you're anxious and you're nervous but you know in your gut that you're ready in my mentorship containers I'm able to quickly see the subconscious beliefs and patterns that have been holding you back from the things that you ultimately desire the ones that are so deeply buried in your subconscious in your shadow that you can't see them. Together we're going to investigate layer after layer after layer to expose 
all of the things hidden under the surface creating resistance. I'm going to help you bring those things to the surface to examine them and release them. I'm going to challenge your ways of thinking, being, and doing, and I'm going to reflect back to you where you're being small, where you're dimming your light, and the things that you're hiding. And then from there, I'm going to help you connect the dots to get clear on your next level and then support you as you take those leaps. I'm going to hold you accountable as you ascend. It's going to feel exhilarating, freeing, spacious, like a breath of fresh air, and at times, scary and challenging. My one-on-one mentorship and mastermind are now enrolling, but spots are very limited. Click the link in the show notes to learn more about what these containers entail, or just shoot me a quick direct message on Instagram at Lauren underscore Francois to chat and see if we're a good fit for each other and which container makes the most sense for you. The second area is with our time. And that means our schedules. Now, if you haven't listened to the episode on social media and phone boundaries, I highly suggest you go back and look at that episode. Listen to that episode. Because in that episode, I walk you through all the ways you can create boundaries around your phone use and your social media use to create more time in your schedule. Because I guarantee right now you have no idea how much time you are wasting on your phone and on social media. I would start there, honestly. Like just start there. You're going to pick up time if you implement some really solid boundaries with your phone and social media. I guarantee it. But if your schedule is completely jam-packed and it's leaving you feeling anxious, it's leaving you feeling like you have no time for yourself, you have no time to focus on the things that bring you joy, you have no time for the things that matter the most to you, you need to create space in order for these things to land, in order for new things that do bring you joy, that are a priority to you to come in. So how do we do this? Again, number one, I would highly recommend you begin with your social media and phone time and you look at that and I guarantee you can pick up time there. Number two, I would look at your schedule and I would ask yourself, what am I doing on a daily basis that I don't really want to do, that I don't really enjoy doing? Am I doing anything simply out of people-pleasing? Am I saying yes to things that don't light me up because I just don't want to hurt anyone's feelings and I don't want anyone to feel bad? Am I wearing busyness as a badge of honor? Am I using busyness as an excuse not to address certain things? Do I have a problem saying no? And if so, what is that stemming from? Because in order to really create time in your schedule, you have to implement boundaries. You have to be so intentional about how your precious time is utilized throughout the day. You have to know what your priorities are. And you have to make sure that whatever you're scheduling into your day is in alignment with those priorities and whatever is not in alignment with those priorities does not get scheduled into your day. You are the one who has control over your time and time is your most valuable resource. So you're looking at your schedule and you're getting super intentional about what gets put onto that schedule. You're implementing boundaries 
so that you can create space in your schedule. With that space in your schedule, one of the things that you should schedule in is time to think and plan. And the first person who I ever heard talk about this was Melanie Ann Lear. She was like, I schedule in time to think. And when she said it, I was like, that sounds so strange. But as I thought about it more, I was like, that is brilliant. Because we've talked about on this podcast how your thoughts create your reality. How your internal environment creates your external environment. So if your thoughts create your reality and your internal environment creates your external environment, then in order to create the reality you want, you have to think in a certain way, which means you should be thinking intentionally. You should be planning intentionally. And in order to do that, you need to have time to do that. So setting aside time to simply think, think, plan, work through things in your mind, grasp concepts. So often thought is an afterthought, right? We just go. We're doing, 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 doing. We are not thinking and we are not thinking ahead. We are not thinking with intention. We're not planning ahead. We're just trying to keep up. Most women's lives are very reactionary, right? They're not proactive, they're reactive. We're just reacting to things in the moment. If you really want to create the life you desire, you've got to start being proactive. You've got to start being intentional. And that starts with finding time or creating time in your schedule to think and plan. This is going to change so much for you. Switching from being reactive to proactive. And when we're talking about human design, this is especially important for generators and manifesting generators to create space in their days to respond to what's going on in the present moment. Because generators and manifesting generators are really meant to live in the present, but you can't respond to what's going on in your present moment if you don't have space to allow the things you're magnetizing to come in and land to respond to. So we're going to dive into more of that at the end of the episode. But I want to move on to business. So we've talked about our minds. We've talked about our physical environments. We've talked about time. Now let's talk about your business. If your business is filled with things that aren't creating the reality you desire – In order for something new to come in, you need to create space for it to land. So you have to look at what you're doing, what you're focusing on, and what you're physically stocking. If you have, if you think about a grocery store or you have a business that has actual product, there is a limited amount of space And you have to decide, how am I going to fill that space? If the space is full and yet you're not creating the income you desire, you would look at, well, what products are not moving? What products are not flying off the shelf? What products are not selling? And in order to bring in new products, you would have to remove those products that are not selling off of the shelf, right? Like you have to create space because you only have a limited amount of space. It's the same thing with a business that is online or a service-based 
business. Creating space in many cases means letting go of things that are no longer serving you. So offers that are no longer serving you, services that are no longer serving you, um, products that are no longer serving you, actions that you're taking that are no longer serving you, ways of doing things that are no longer serving you. Again, you have a limited amount of time. And so you have to be constantly tending to and weeding, basically weeding your business. You have to look at what is working, what is not working. What's not working, as long as I've given it the ample time to see if it's going to work, I need to clear that out so I can create space for something new to land. So it's this constant evolution. It's this constant process of weeding things out. So when it comes to your business, the first thing I want you to look at is your portfolio. If you have a portfolio of offers, a portfolio of programs, a portfolio of services, are there certain offers or services that just aren't doing well? And if you've given them ample time, is it time to retire those? So you can create space for new ideas, new offers, and new services to come in. If you have a business that has physical product, I would challenge you to look at what's selling and what's not selling. Is it time to clear out the stuff that's not selling in order to create space to try new products, to stock new products and see how those sell? And then I would look at how are you spending your time? What actions are you taking? What activities are you doing? Are there things that you're doing that aren't working, haven't been working, that are taking up your time that you need to stop doing in order to create space to try something new? Again, we need to have space for new things to come in. Creating space in many cases (laughs) means letting go Letting go of things that are no longer serving you. And I know it's scary to let go. We can let go of old clothes. We can let go of old things. Let go of thoughts and beliefs. Let go of activities. Let go of offers, product lines, services. We have to let go. And that requires trust. When you let go of clothes or toys... I know that you trust that there will be new ones out there that you'll find that will come in. I don't think any of us release clothes and are afraid that they're not going to be clothes out there that we don't fall in love with, right? So we need to approach everything else with that same mentality. We have to have that trust that when we let go of the things that aren't serving us to create space, that that space will be filled with things that excite us, with new things, new ideas, new opportunities, new clothes, new offers, new new whatever. And this actually is in alignment with one of the laws of the universe, which is the law of vacuum. And that law says that space will always be filled. So when we create space, it will always be filled. And I know for me, 
that helps me to trust. That helps me to let go and know that in letting go, I'm creating space for something better to come in. And one saying that I love and that I repeat to myself all the time is it's this or something better. It's always this or something better. This or something better. This or something better. So can you bring that same level of trust into your business or career? The same level of trust you have for letting go of things and clothes and knowing that there's always more out there that you're going to love that you can fill that space with. Can you approach your business and career in the same way? Again, I want to bring this back to talking about human design and generators and manifesting generators because this is really, really important for these two types. And one of the books that I was reading on human design called Your Human Design by Shana Cornelius and Dana Stiles talks about this in terms of tending to the forest. So generators and manifesting generators, their strategy is to respond. So these two types in human design are very magnetic. They have very magnetic auras. And they're always magnetizing people, opportunities, ideas, and things to them. And then their job is to respond to those things and they respond based on their authority. So generators and manifesting generators are meant to live in the present moment. So it's really important that they have space for the things they're magnetizing to come in and land in the present moment that they can then respond to because that is their purpose. That is how they live in alignment with their design if there's no space there's no place for those things that they're magnetizing into land and they can't respond to the things that are happening in the present moment so it's really really important especially if you're a generator or a manifesting generator that you have space in your schedule on a daily basis and that you don't fill that space ahead of time that you leave that space open until that time comes and then in that moment you ask yourself what do I want to do what is lighting me up right now and you use your authority to respond so if you had a sacral authority you would go with your gut intuition if you have an emotional authority you would ride your emotional wave But you have to have that space, especially if you're a generator or a manifesting generator. So that was a little HD side note. But kind of to wrap this up, so many women have no space. So many of you have absolutely no space in your minds, in your physical environments, in your schedules, which is your time, and in your businesses or careers to really call in the things that you're wanting. And so in order to call those things in, to manifest those things, to create those things, the first thing you have to do is you've got to weed out. You've got to create that space. And I think I've said create that space like a thousand times in this episode, but it is so important. If there's no space for it to land, it's not going to come in. So let's just recap ways to create space because I want you guys to walk away with this with some tangible action steps. Number one, physically clean out your drawers and your closets. 
Throw stuff away, donate it or sell it, but get it out. Clean out your closet, clean out your dresser, clean out your kids if you have kids, clean out your kitchen drawers, declutter your home. It is springtime, spring cleaning. Let's create space in our physical environment and just notice how that makes you feel. For me, that rids me of so much anxiety. Like clutter, oh man, clutter drives me nuts. I hate clutter. And yet I have quite a bit of clutter in my home. So I need to do this. uh, Second thing I had written down was spring cleaning, which I just mentioned. Declutter your home. Get rid of of your kids' toys that they don't play with. Number four, get honest with your schedule. What on there are you doing that you're doing out of obligation? What on there are you doing that you don't really love or don't really want to do? Are there things that you can delegate? Where are you overscheduled? Where do you have a hard time saying no? Where are you doing things that don't bring you joy, that aren't in alignment with your priorities? It's time to get super intentional with your time and create boundaries. And start with your phone. Start with your phone and social media. You're going to pick up time there. And that leads me to number five, which is how are you spending your time? How are you currently spending your time? Is it in alignment with the reality you desire to create? Is it in alignment with your vision? Is it in alignment with your goals? We've got to get really honest with ourselves here. We talked about social media. Number seven, do a brain dump of everything in your head and begin to organize and get things on paper. So write things down. Brain dump everything in your head, create a to-do list from that, and start to organize things so you can close out the tabs in your mind and you can create space for yourself to actually think. Think, focus, plan. Number nine, in your business. I want you to look at your actions, your offers, your products, your services. And I want you to ask yourself, what can only you do? And what do you love to do? And I want you to start delegating everything else. And you can start small. You don't have to delegate everything all at once. But delegate, delegate, delegate. Lean into delegation and weed out the actions, the offers, the products, and the services that are not getting you to where you want to be. And then number nine, I want you to intentionally schedule in time to think, plan, and just be. Because if you're really wanting to create true wealth, you need that time to really create the reality you desire internally first. It has to be created internally first. This is where we pivot from being reactive to proactive. This is where we go from feeling like we're just constantly trying to stay afloat to feeling like I've got this. And I'm moving in the direction I want to move. And I know that I'm doing the things that are going to get me there. And I'm living in a way that is in alignment with where I'm desiring to go. You've got to have that time. You've got to have that time in your schedule to think, plan, and just be. So I really, really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I really hope that I was able to 
highlight some areas for you that you can work on creating space and give you some ideas on how you can do that, I would love to hear your feedback. So head on over to Instagram or Telegram and let me know what you thought of this episode. Let me know where your fault, where you feel like you don't have space, where you need to focus on doing some of these to create more space for yourself, for, your, for the new things you're desiring to come in and to land. Now, if you've been listening to me talk about human design and you're like, I am intrigued. I want to know what my unique human design is. I want to better understand my human design and how I can utilize that to create more success and more wealth with more ease, more flow, and in a way that's in alignment with my design, then shoot me an email or a message on Instagram or Telegram. There are a few different ways that I can help you better understand your human design that range from very, very basic to much more involved. So just shoot me a message on Instagram or Telegram or send me an email. You can find all those things in the show notes and I would be happy. I would be honored and I would be so excited to help you better understand your human design and how you can create more success and more wealth by living in alignment with your unique design. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I can't wait to hear from you and I'll talk to you at our next one. I hope you have a great day. Bye. Okay, you wealthy woman, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, please subscribe, share this with your friends and leave me a review. Leaving a review is so simple, but I didn't know how to do it at the beginning either. So I'm going to walk you through it. All you have to do is whatever app you're listening to this podcast on, find this show, The Wealthy Woman, scroll down, you'll see stars. And with those stars, you can leave me a rating and review. I'd love you so much for taking the time to do this. In all honesty, the reviews are what help the podcast get into the hands of other women desiring to create true wealth and manifest their dream lives. Okay, I'll let you get back to your day. See you next time.